I had now passed my twentieth year. The new servants were sisters. How many times have sisters fallen to me? The eldest, who was cook, was named Sarah. The youngest, Susan. Sarah was about twenty-six. Susan, nineteen or twenty. I carefully arranged the key in the keyhole of their door the first night, but saw nothing for two or three nights. Then, oh, fortune again! They rose later than my mother liked. She came up to their room one morning and found them locked in, so she took away the key. Now I had, as far as the keyhole permitted. A fair field, but then clothes hanging upon pegs on the door were often in my way. Yet I was so persistent in looking when they went to bed and arose that I saw a great deal. How cunning I had got! I had filed and oiled the lock and hinges of my door and theirs, so that I could close and open them. Noiselessly, used to stoop daily with my eye to their keyhole, stepping from my room with naked feet. I was nearly caught several times, but never quite. It now seems wonderful that I was not. I was so demure and quiet in talk about women always, and had kept myself so circumspectly that my mother never had the least suspicion of me. But in all matters of love and intrigue, mother always seemed to me as innocent as the babe unborn. For all that, my mother just then, and to my dismay, seeing that my little games would be much interfered with, said I had better change my room and have one on the first floor. Mrs. Eldridge had remarked that being a man now. I ought not to sleep on the servants' floor. As you please, it's one flight of stairs less for me. But Mrs. Eldridge is a fool, I said. And which room? Your sisters. Annie will always be with her aunt, adopted, and Jane is only at home on the holidays. But I would not be pushed into a small room. Where was my tub to stand? Where my books? I must have the spare room. There was much altercation. I made my mother cry by saying that when of age I would get chambers away from her, and into the spare room I moved. It was next to my mother's. Installed there, I did nothing but complain of its inconvenience. I smoked incessantly in it. The smell got into my mother's bedroom, and she could not. Bear tobacco smoke. I made a noise when she was in bed. That annoyed her. I did all in a quiet way to make her as uncomfortable as possible. An uncle and aunt who stopped with us when in town just then came from the country, and, not liking my sister's room, went to an hotel, which wounded my mother considerably. So she said. I had better go upstairs again. I refused point blank. Being down there, I would remain. 
and so managed that she thought I went back as a favour to her, and much against my will. But was I not glad, and got to my spying immediately. Within a month I had seen them both start naked, for being sisters they had not hesitated to strip. I had seen the cook piddle, wash her cunt, and put on her napkin. Sarah's bed was not on the right side for me, but nevertheless I saw enough of her to compare her with her sister. Sarah was demure in manner, stout, with a splendid bum, and with little hair of a lightish brown at the bottom of her belly. She wore black stockings, of which I then had a horror.